Hello, it's Christina Tree and Luke Laszlo. We are here again. We had an episode earlier about um, introducing us as uh, the new member of IBC community and as a couple uh, newlyweds. Um, I am Navajo, uh, just a reminder, and um, Luke and I have been married for 11 months now, and we are both serving. <laughs> is that 11? No, it's not 11. <laughs> it's... It is 11. June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. We just, oh, we're going on to 11th. We just finished 10th month. <laughs> Close enough. I'm just six <laughs> days short. <laughs> I mean, 12th, sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so yeah, we're back on the podcast. Um, Luke, what tribe are you? I am half Zuni and half Pima. I grew up down in um, Gila River, south of Phoenix. Yes. So we introduced ourselves um, in our last podcast and kind of our journey to meeting each other and our journey with um, giving our life to Christ and how we got to that point. And now we're here, got to this point. So today we are wanting to go into just a more advice type of podcast. Again, we're very early in our marriage, not even six, not even a year, (laughs) (laughs) but I encourage those who are listening that if you do have more insights or questions or wanting more advices, I would suggest going to, um, uh, I guess, mature um, believers and uh, probably a little bit longer than 11 months, 10 months of marriage. Because <laughs> um, right now we are definitely still pretty early in learning. Um, so uh, we've both experienced more on the single side. And um, yeah, so today we're just wanting to kind of share advices about uh, single Tina, single Luke, and what are those vi- advices are about. <laughs> So, Luke, what would you say to single Luke? I think first and foremost, and I think we have matching ones, but I think the number one would probably be, be to be, pay, be patient. <laughs> yep. Because I, I think for me when I was in single and I was processing through all that stuff, I think that I really wrestled with, um, honestly, contentment. I think that um, I... Growing up in the church and just immediately serving in ministry, you know, I, it's ministry was something that I really enjoyed and just giving, giving back to the community, just serving, you know, this part of who I am. Um, but it gets lonely after a while, and I think that doing it for so long, I just really wanted something more. Yeah. And it was always kind of hard for me to have that patience and to trust that God um, would take care of me. But over the years, it's just so much of his faithfulness and his, you know, enduring um, patience with me, especially when I wrestle with myself. And for me, be patient is also two-parted where it's like I was really focused on growth and character and just really trying to be a better version of myself every time. Um, But sometimes you can definitely lose patience for yourself um, because I was so constantly, okay, you know, people are telling me that this – 
I feel like I hear critiques and like I really internalize them and I, I want to work on myself and I want to be better. Um, but when you just hear all those things over and over and over again, it really kind of, it's disheartening. It's discouraging. And when you're just trying to do your best and serve the Lord with everything you have, it, it, it can get very discouraging. And I think that's something for myself, you know, especially going into relationship. It's, it was hard. And it still is hard. And like Tina said, you know, we're something that we're still working through together and being patient for myself and for Tina and for us grow, as a growing Native couple. It's It takes a lot of patience. It's something that it's should be at the center of every relationship and every everybody's character. I think it's rare when you hear a Native man wanting to work on his character. And I was kind of wondering what are some ways or what – were some ways to help you develop some of those characters that you were wanting to? I think uh, for me, I didn't have, there was a huge generational gap growing up in the church. You know, it was, it was me and then the elders and I didn't really have like a, um, a native, solid, mature man in my life to really kind of pour into me. And so I think that I was always kind of seeking you know, male role models in my life and, when I came up to NAU and I got involved in ministry and I fell into a, a good, strong brotherhood with people who were also seeking out good character, uh, but then also failing at it too. I mean, it really helped me to kind of learn what not to do. And then honestly, just like I've been very blessed with strong Native role models um, and finding this in community. It makes such a difference. You know, you, you, can, you can listen to pastors, you can listen to... Um, sermons, you can go to conferences, but, you know, sometimes, you know, just sitting down with someone who looks like you is so impactful. And just hearing that those struggles aren't just your own, but is shared by so many more. I mean, it's, it's so impactful. And I think it gives you the courage and encouragement to keep fighting for that character, you know, not just for yourself, but then you're for your future spouse and family. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. I think that I definitely could see how um, that can be impactful because I think as uh, for me, like growing up on the res, like I only had one male model, which was my older brother. And like even for him, he didn't have a mature um, male model to follow. And, you know, he was learning and he, you know, did it wasn't the perfect model, but I think he was the only influence. Um, I think we see that a lot on the reservation. Um, and I think it was really hard for me to, um, see that and, um, as myself for myself growing up as well. Um, so I think what I would share with my, <laughs> with my single, uh, Tina, um, which was, I mean, that far long <laughs> ago, <laughs> But I would just share with her that, you know, just to be patient that whatever season that, you know, you are in, that it's okay. And and it's totally fine to be in that season. And I think for a long time I knew that I had a desire to be in, um, you know, marriage or in a relationship. But um, the struggle is real. <laughs> I also did not like it, but at the same time, I think the Lord definitely helped me to understand um, 
myself and what it means to be still and know that he is God. And I think one of the verses that really helped me was, um, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, that is Psalms 34, 37.4. And I think for that, I, I was always quick to look at the desires, like he will give you the desires of your heart. But we always skip the first part. And I think that was my struggle during, you know, you know, as I was figuring out who I am and um, figuring out what it means to be in a relationship with God. Um, and I knew that um, during that time, I also wanted like a better, um, godlier, well, a godly relationship because, you know, I was, I come from a single parent home and my mom did not have the best or healthy relationships. And that was definitely something that I was kind of telling my younger self where, you know, not to be like that or, um, you know, forget men, you don't need them. Um, you can do better than them. And so that was kind of a, a prideful thing, but I definitely see that God needed to correct that and provide more of a humility towards my brothers. And, um, so that would probably be the advice I would get to my younger and, uh, single Tina. <laughs> yeah. Just to add a little bit on there too. I think, I think that's another thing to kind of look at too. It's just that I think for me, like I definitely had a sense of entitlement too and serving in ministry. I felt like I thought that, Oh, I'm, I felt like I'm always constantly trying to earn, um, I guess that right, but it's not guaranteed. It's not something that is, it's just because I'm serving doesn't mean that, you know, God's and that these promises are entitled to me, you know? Mm. I mean, I think that was very rude and prideful of me to assume too, you know? And I think that my process as a single person was also letting that go. And I think being content in that way and just knowing, you know what, God, you have that plan. You know, I'm going to trust it. I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. <laughs> That's true. I remember trying to push um, a relationship. I thought that was God's plan, but learning afterwards, I was just trying to push my own plans. And, and that was definitely a surrendering part was you know, God, I want this so much. Like, you know, I want to be in, um, a relationship, a marriage, um, that I didn't realize how much I was idolizing it. <laughs> and I think that was where God had to correct my heart and my view on, uh, what it means to really trust the Lord in that. Yeah. And that's the part of delighting ourselves in the Lord is, you know, trusting him with everything that we have, our heart, our desires, everything. <laughs> and then he will give you the desires of the heart. But I think also being careful to not just always assume, I guess, in that way. I don't yeah. know. I don't no, want. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to blaspheme right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what would, uh, would be your second one? Honestly, I think my second one, <laughs> it's going to sound weird, but I think that this is my second one to be to look up. I think that, um, as I stated before, you know, I, I, in my first one was to be patient. I think I really struggle with patience for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that one can really turn to a very negative pride where I'm just really focused on myself and really kind of 
why isn't this happening? Why isn't this um, going the way that I want it to? It really gets me caught up and, you know, um, just this really negative circle. I'm, I'm very much a pessimist. I'm like, and, and fully anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And like, it's just like, I'm almost beating myself before I even, even, even attempt to getting up. Yeah. Um, so like for me, it's, it's like, chill out, you know. And I'm the more the optimistic, like, oh, you know, things will go right. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> we got to prepare. <laughs> but I think that's the way that it's kind of cool, like how, like even there are moments where our negatives or well, my negatives is balancing out, you know, balancing each other out, you know, where you can be optimistic and I can prepare, <laughs> you yeah. know. And then you can also remind my remind myself too that there could be something wrong and also be prepared for those things too yeah <laughs> so it's funny that we balance each other out in that way <laughs> but don't be a debbie downer yeah for I'm just real. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um i think the next one uh the the other advice i would you know tell tina my little younger tina would be Enjoy the Lord and those around you. I think that I think the the verse that really comes to my mind and really helped me during that time was uh, in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Um, just after the when he says, you know, for I have plans for you. Um, and then later on, later down in thirteen, he goes, you will seek me and find me. And when you seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you. I think that verse definitely spoken during that time was, um, you know, being content with where I was in that season and asking myself questions, you know, what does it mean to experience Jesus as, you know, the lover of my soul, um, as my best friend, as my husband? Um, you know, do I really share everything with him? And, you know, do I really spend these quality times with him? And, I think when I finally grabs onto that was when I was like in contentment with, with Christ. And I remember the season in my singleness that I was like, okay, Lord, you know, I am, I am just going to, you know, let go. I feel like for a long time I've had this in my hands and held, had, like held it on tightly. <laughs> and I think this was a moment in my life where I finally released it and I just surrendered and said, Okay, Lord, I just I just want you. I want to spend time with you alone. And man, I I definitely appreciate that time because you know it helped me to build that trust in Him, helped me to be fulfilled by Him first. You know, now now I can understand like, okay, Lord, <laughs> you know, now I understand that my husband can't fulfill me in that way because you already have, and you will you will always. And now it's just that I get a now I have you as a best friend, and I can just be like, oh, you know, I can share and talk and spend time with you, and you know, we're doing life together. But I think what my really what my heart really needs is definitely what God knows how to fulfill. Mm. Yeah, and and I think that's really encouraging now because when you're down, I can you know, encourage you and lift you up. But I can't do that if, you know, I first haven't experienced it with God. And it goes the same way with those around me, you know, as a single person, you know, whether it be my family, whether it be in ministry. Um, during that time, I was a student at IBC. 
And it was, um, you know, working at Little Caesars, you know, just being the light and, you know, encouraging those around me. And I think that helped me to practice to be, uh, you know, the person that I am now, that I get to, you know, encourage you. I get to correct you. <laughs> I get to, um, you know, just build that relationship with you and trust. So I would tell little Tina that. <laughs> and that's something that I enjoy about a relationship too. It's just like if you can really, I mean, I don't know about enjoy. I mean, you can really tell like when one of us is kind of out of sync. And especially with our, our, you know, our Jesus time, our God time, is because it's it's it shows, you know, because if we're both giving out of empty cups, you know, we're not going to care for each other the way that God intends. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, like you're saying, like I really like how you're saying that, you know, you really identify like who your source is and where your fuel is, you know. So if your fuel is based on me, who is a broken and and needy person, um, that leads to a healthy relationship. But when it's based on someone who is without sin, who is, you know, above all, mm-hmm. you know, the perfect foundation, you're going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. What about your fourth one? The other one would probably be um, expectations versus reality. I think as a married woman now, I definitely can see... Um, a lot of my expectations as a single person and now I can definitely see the reality of it um meaning um you know as a single person we have we think about you know being in this relationship with somebody and we have all these expectations about how we're going to be how they're going to be how we're going to have this you know perfect marriage or a perfect relationship or we see other couples and we're like, oh, we're not going to be like that. But (laughs) in reality, it happens. We are two broken people and your expectations are going to be crushed. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) And I think that's something like I wish I would have told my younger self was like, you know, you you two are not going to be the best communicators as much as you would like to think you are. Um, You know, you are not going to be meeting each other's um love language you're you know one person's going to struggle than the other you know I'm more of an affirmation person you're not a words person (laughs) you know and you're more of a gift and well I do like making hand gifts but I feel like you like more gifts like expensive gifts <laughs> just kidding Not even. just wait till my hardship comes in <laughs> <laughs> um and i think just having grace um for yourself during that time you know you're gonna blow it you're gonna say some stuff that you're gonna regret or you're not gonna control your emotions and you're gonna you know hurt the other person and i think it's you know important to have grace on yourself because they really do see the worst part of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think you also have to understand you're going to see the worst part of them too. And just having grace for each other in that way. And, um, you know, not if you're expecting him to be perfect, then you better be perfect. <laughs> so don't have that expectation that he's going to be perfect if you're not. <laughs> um, communicate what you're really trying to communicate. I think that's been the major thing 
for us, and especially for me, like I know oftentimes when I've been hurt, then it would just turn into anger and then the Hulk comes out. Just kidding. <laughs> the She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, the Hulk. <laughs> and you don't want to see that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I think that's definitely something I, I really do encourage, um, you know, just being honest with yourself and why you got hurt and communicating that with your spouse um, helps them to understand, okay, where is that hurt? And also for the spouse to be <laughs> understanding because I think there's a lot of times where we can be quick to be like, oh, well, that's dumb to get hurt, you know, hurt by or what? You got hurt by that? That's nothing, you know. But also just realizing that there, I think what really helped was the way you validate my, you know, my emotions. And I think that's been very helpful to realize that, yeah, my emotion, my emotions are just as important as yours. And, um, and it's okay to feel and it's, it's okay to express. And I think that helps to balance your conversations and getting to a same ground, <laughs> a more leveled ground to be on the same page and be able to move forward. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. I really enjoyed, um, I don't kind of going back to you and I, I feel like it's, communication is definitely something that I would kind of advise my younger self on. It's just like, because I feel like I'm such a head person where like I'm constantly having conversations by myself or I'm constantly just existing within my head. But if I know that you can't read minds, nobody can read minds. And so to, to work on communication as early as possible would definitely help out a ton. And like, even now it's just like, sometimes I really have to stop myself and really think about what am I actually trying to say? You know, what am I feeling right now? You know? And I think that, <clears throat> having God at the center of that and as our foundation, it really helps us to do that because, like, if you're bringing in your hurt, I'm bringing in my hurt, then we can actually, you know, really sort through that with God as our foundation. Yeah. Because if it wasn't, it, it would lead to such a messiness because, like, you're right, you know, like you have these expectations without even really knowing it. Like, you can be the most humble person on the planet. You're still going to have expectations. So, like, nobody's perfect. Everyone's broken. So to think that you have it together going into a relationship, I guarantee you, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like I, I thought I was pretty okay going into this. But, like, like when you're single, you think you have it together. You only have to yourself to worry about. But entering in a relationship just completely changes everything. Okay. You know? <laughs> Because you're not you're not just thinking about yourself. You're thinking about your your spouse. You know your significant other. You're thinking about um, what they like, what they dislike, everything else. You know. It's no wonder that Paul said to choose singleness, and it's better to be single. <laughs> <laughs> I think he already knew. <laughs> but yeah, like communication, it's it's it really is the center of everything, <clears throat> especially for. Two broken people in need of a savior. <laughs> As IBC says, communicate, communicate, communicate. <laughs> Sorry, that's like drawn into my brain from being a student here. 
yet I never really thought about as a marriage thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, for me, my third one was just... Um, for me, my third one was just to push on. Like I stated before, I, I really struggle with this negativity. So um, for me to encourage myself would, would just to be to keep going, you know. Uh, I get I struggle with a lot of um, self worth and you know um, and just a lot of internal stuff that it it, it really to hear the words um, keep going. I think that would help out a lot, um, especially because sometimes I feel like I'm such like um, I always I always have this weird imagery in my heads, and I think the thing that makes the most sense is. Like sometimes I feel like like a horse with blinders on because I'm just so set on just going, going, going. Um, I tend to lose my way a lot, and I think that um, <clears throat> having that direction and just really having um, having um, the word as a lamp under my feet and just um, having that clear cut path, you know, um, would definitely help me out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Not relying on myself too. Mm-hmm. Who do you rely on? Jesus. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Nay. I was making sure you're not going to say me. Nay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing, Luke. Um, I'm glad that we are kind of on the same page and learning how to love one another and to serve uh, with God. serve God with each other <laughs> it definitely has been a journey I just really want to say thank you um, like like we said earlier you know we're in, still in the process and and as we are learning more about ourselves and about each other in this relationship I don't think that we'll ever reach a point where we're just like know everything yeah that's true yeah. unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> at least till Jesus comes <laughs> <laughs> yes and yeah, um, it's a little bit more about ourselves as newlyweds and um, <clears throat> as far as uh, Native couples. And I don't know, this has just been definitely a um, definitely a, an encouraging time. I know that it's definitely been a desire for me um, growing up and just desiring to not only be in a marriage, you know, you mean anybody could just be in marriage, but actually being in a godly marriage, I think that's definitely a challenge, especially that, you know, we live in a world today that that's not being encouraged. But um, I don't know. I'm just always reminded of just the blessing that you have been, you know, in my life and the way that we get to, you know, learn what it means to be um, a godly Native couple. And, yeah, I would definitely appreciate, you know, prayers for us as we learn um, how to serve in IBC community, um, within our home church, and, you know, whatever else the Lord is calling us to. And, um, you know, if it is His plan to have a family, I mean, a future family or anything like that. But it's definitely been um, a blessing. 
to walk alongside this journey with you and yeah (laughs) so thank you listeners out there for taking the time to listen to some advices i'm sure you have some you know thinking about you know if you're single now um what are some things you can do um maybe you're not desiring to be in a marriage and that's okay um but importantly how does God want to grow and challenge you and your character in your walk? And um, and if you are in a relationship, what are some goals that, you know, you both can work on? Um, what are some uh, not only just, you know, educational or financial, but, you know, what are some spiritual growth? Um, you know, what are some ways to start learning how to communicate um, more effectively um, what are some ways to start practicing to, you know, have a, um, healthy and, uh, God honoring relationship and marriage. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, for those who are married, you know, what are some, um, advices you could give to younger, um, couples or, you know, does it have to be younger, but, you know, single people who are going through the, you know, their season, um, couples who are dating and what that means um yeah definitely be open to sharing yeah thanks everybody (laughs) peace